You're listening to a C3 Victory podcast. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au. starting a brand new series called A Son is Given, and that's for the month of uh, leading up to Christmas. We're going to look at the man uh, and the nature and the gift that is Jesus. So I wasn't, I wasn't joking this morning when I said we're going to be preaching on Jesus, team. That's what we're doing. We're preaching on Jesus. Really, really preaching on Jesus, the man. So why don't we uh, read from Isaiah chapter 9. I'm gonna, just going to read verse 6 to 7. It says, I'm reading from the NIV. It says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on, and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Why don't we pray? God, we bless you, and we thank you, Jesus, for willingly coming to earth and showing us what sacrifice and your heart really looks like. And God, today, we just, uh, we, we just open up our hearts and Holy Spirit, would you just reveal truth to us? Would you reveal to us a, in a greater sense who Jesus is, so that we might walk closer with you and in partnership with you and each other. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. Um, have you ever given a gift that didn't quite, you know, hit the mark? You know, um, I remember when our kids were young, right? Anyone ever had this? Your kids are young, it's Christmas morning, you're like, woo, Christmas, and the kids are woken you up way too early, and you're just like, <laughs> it's 5.30, that's the time we agreed to get up, isn't it? Great. And, and, and you come out, and it's like 5.35, and all the, all the presents are already done, right? But then you got this one kid who has been pestering you all year for this gift, and you, you spend your hard-earned money and you go to Big W to get the exact gift that they wanted and it's not there, so you go to Target and then you go to Kmart and you end up buying it online and paying for postage, right? And then you give it to your child and they're like, I don't want this anymore. (laughs) And you're like, (laughs) that's not very thankful. Uh, Let me me give you a crash course. No, let me just give you a crash course because I'm about to throw you through the... No. You know, and it's like it, it didn't quite hit the mark according to the heartbeat of the person that you gave it to. And, you know, when the kid is responding like that, you know, when, when my child responds like that, it's just nothing but love and grace. Just nothing but love and grace. Just overwhelming love and grace towards the small human who I've just spent money on. I was in Thailand and I said to Beck, she said to me, look, don't get me a gift. Don't spend any money. Don't get me a gift. And I'm like, oh, okay, thinking, yeah, I've heard that one before. That never goes well when I don't get you a gift. When, when all the time she said, no, 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 don't get me anything. And I turn up with things for the kids and she goes. <laughs> and I know, I know not to listen to that voice anymore that says, don't get me a gift. 
And then you say, no, really, don't get me anything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not falling for that one again. <laughs> so I said, if I was perchance going to buy you a gift, what would I buy you? She's like, oh, maybe a handbag or something. So me and Ethan are trawling through this seven-storey building, trying to find a handbag that fits the bill, but is a little bit different. Because we're like, Ethan's like, no, Mum won't like that because it doesn't have this. No, she likes the bag to hang down a little further. She wants to be able to put it over, not carry it. And I'm like, right, good point. Oh, no, she won't like that. That's too fancy. No, no, no. Oh, no, that's a horrible colour. No, no way. So I bought this gift, right? And, and in the markets in Thailand, they always, they always plead for you to pay more money. No, but my family, my family. And I'm like, you look like you're doing okay. You look like you're probably doing all right because you just sold so many handbags to all the people who just came in that I had to, bust, I had to get through, you know? And uh, anyway, so I paid way over and I'm like, just be blessed. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. And I walked out and I get home and I'm like, babe, I bought you this. She's like, oh, cool, awesome. She opens up. Mm. <laughs> and she's like doing things with her mouth like thanks and I'm like well it's a little bit better than the child 10 years ago who didn't want his gift I'm like radio, radio. the value in the gift is what it brings to the recipient and what it enables the recipient to do, right? When you receive a gift that you want, it enables you to do something that you couldn't do before, right? A few years ago at Victory, we gave away a car to a family. I don't think it was a new car, but we, we'd done it up. We'd fixed it up. We'd, it was freshly serviced. I love a freshly serviced vehicle, you know? Serviced, it was, and we gave it to a family in need. And then I remember a couple of years later, we did it again. We gave away another car to another family. And when you give a car to a family, you, what you're providing for them is freedom. It's like this, it's the ability to go and earn money, the ability to go where you need to go, where you wanna go, right? It's so good. The value in a gift is what it does for the person, right? And here we have Jesus, it says, for unto us a child is born, and to us, a son is given. The son, Jesus, was given for us. It was, he was given to, to benefit you and me. He, he was given to heal and restore us, right? God's free gift of love. The best gift that heaven could give us was Jesus. The best gift was himself. God came to earth. The Word. Jesus was known as the Word. The Word, the message. The message came and lived among us. But see, like just turning up wasn't going to be enough, right? If Jesus just rocked up on planet Earth and was like, hey, how you doing? It's, that would be great. And we'd have some great stories to tell, but it wouldn't be enough. You know, like if you ever turned up to your friend's house when they need move their house moved, you know, they need to move their house and you, you turn up and you make yourself a coffee and you sit on the lounge. You're like, and, and the guys are like, dude, we're trying to move this lounge, man. Like, get out of the road. And you're like, that's, that's, that's not really helpful, right? Jesus just turning up would have been great, but 
He had a mission. He had a purpose in mind, right? He didn't just show up. His, his mission was to restore lost people to God. Restore lost people to God. All of them, all of them to make a way where there was no previous way. There's no way for them to get to heaven. No way for them to find God. No way for them to have relationship with Him. No way for them to have forgiveness and freedom. But Jesus came and did what was impossible. And He made it possible. And it wasn't just with his, with his words. He wasn't just out there sprouting off words and sounding all flowery. He came with His life. And He gave His life. And so his life and his death and his resurrection changed the whole landscape for all humanity who had ever lived or would ever live. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of people in Bangkok, everywhere. 20 million people, they reckon, in that one city. That's a lot of people in one city. And they are jam-packed in, this, in these places together. And everywhere I went and saw another person I didn't know, and another person I didn't know, and another person that Jesus loves, another person that Jesus died for, another person that Jesus came for. And, and to know that the, the, the most of the people there, less than 1% of the people there know Christ, was like, whoa. Jesus' death changed the landscape for all of humankind. The, the value, right? The value in Jesus, the gift to humanity was of, was of what He did for us because of what He gave to us, right? He gave us forgiveness, right? He gave us freedom, right? He gave us peace and He gave us joy, eternal life. Friendship with God. We don't think about all these things all the time, do we? But just a pause on each one kind of makes you go, oh, wow, right. I really did receive a lot, didn't I? When I accepted Christ, I received a lot. In fact, the Word says you've already received every spiritual blessing in Christ. So you've, you've even got blessing that you don't even know how to walk in yet. Isn't that crazy? You've got breakthrough you don't know how to walk in yet. There's truth you don't know how to walk in yet. There's, a, there's intimacy with God you're not, you're not sure how to walk in yet. Right? It's, there's, there's more. There's more. There's more. And Jesus brought it all. Jesus was the gift. And he was the gift who carried the greatest value ever to be received. I mean, I love, I love this. Look at what it says in, in Isaiah 9. This is the verses that are before it from verse 2. I'm going to read from verse 2. It's on screen. It says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They, they rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. Wow. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. And then one more verse, and then it says, for to us, a child is born. 
Jesus. This is what Jesus accomplished, right? He said, uh, you know, for a great light for those in darkness, joy available for anyone, the yoke of sin and death and the enemy broken. People prospering in all areas of their world. You know, Jesus said in John 8 verse 12, He said, I am the light of the world. He said, I'm the light. Jesus was the one who brought light into the darkness. In verse 2, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Light is so good. Funny thing though, is that also in in Matthew 5.14, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. He wasn't just talking about himself. Now he's, he, he flips the script a little bit and he says, well, hang on a minute, you, you are also the light of the world because you and I, you and I get to carry his light into the dark places of our world. You get to carry his heart and walk with his purpose and walk with his power and walk with the security of who you are and the truth of God. So powerful. I love that we get to partner with Jesus every single day in this mission to to, to save lost people, restore lost people to God. I, I love it how you already do that. I love it how you and I, I love hearing the stories of your life. I love it how hearing, hearing the stories that someone will tell, you'll tell someone and they'll, they'll tell someone. And it's like, this, this happened. This was awesome. The, the stories of how you are loving people already, how you are already partnering with God in the mission, in your, in, in your neighborhood, in your own family, in your workplace, where you shop. You and I are invited. We're, we're kind of like swept up into this mission, you know? Kind of if you like it or not, you're in. You're in and you're, like, and you're moving forward and you're like, hang on a minute, I'm not sure I signed up for this. And God's like, you've got everything you need. I'm with you. Let's go and get some lost people. Let's go and bring them to Christ. Let's go and share love. Let's go and love people without, without strings. Come on, let's just go and love people. Let's go and bring the gospel message. Let's go and share what God has done. I love that so many of you serve here as well. 48 of you serve here. That's so good. Because what you're doing every time is you're you're setting a culture of servanthood in the house of God. You're setting a culture where sacrifice, listen to me, where sacrifice is normal. I'm, I'm preaching so hard, I just broke the microphone. It's all good. All right? So you, you might be serving like just like once a month, you're on a roster and you, you, you've got a, a fairly, you know, good understanding of what you're meant to do and you turn up. It's not just turning up and serving on a roster. You're creating a culture. You're, you're setting it up. We're, we're, we're establishing the house. We're establishing a place where growth and influence can happen. It's, it's normal, There's this culture of, of servanthood, this culture of sacrifice. It's where we're establishing something that's a new normal. 
People in the world won't understand. And as we keep turning up, we start to get it more and more. And we go, oh, right. Oh, that's it. It's not about me. Because <laughs> I thought, no, really, for so long, I was like, and now it's not. No way. That's cool. Great, great. It's like win, win, win. Because it's a win for you. It's a win for you to be serving. It's a win for you to love people in, in your city. It's a win for you to not just be about yourself. It's good for you because you're becoming more like Christ. You're stepping in the footsteps of Jesus. You're walking in, in, in slow but sure transformation into the likeness of Christ. Every time you turn up, every time you like love that person you don't wanna love, every time you listen a little bit longer and you pay attention, you know, a little bit harder, right? And you just, and you put up with the stuff that's thrown back at you and you keep on loving and you keep on serving and you don't stop. You're creating a culture where you are. You're establishing something of the kingdom right here and right where you live. It's a win for you. It's a win for us because as a church, you're helping to push the, push the needle forward. We're helping to advance the vision and, and change the culture, right? It's a win for us. It's a win for us who turn up and, and everything is sorted and we're, we're making a place that's ready for anyone. We're making a place of warmth and of hospitality and of servanthood. We're making a place where sacrifice is normal again, right? And, and it's, it's a win for anybody in the community because every time we do something out there and every time someone visits in here, everything's established, everything's ready to go. There's like, there's like already a culture set. There's already a kingdom that's being advanced. There's, uh, there's already a, an opportunity for response. We're creating something together. We're moving somewhere together. Don't think that I'm just, I'm just on a team once a month. I didn't even turn up last month because I was sick. And I'm feeling a bit, I don't know, today. Every time, every time you show up, every single time, it's just a, it's a reminder. No, 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 no. This is not just about me. This is about us and the kingdom of God. John 1, 13, uh, sorry, 1 John 3, verse 8, because this is not just about, you know, speaking a message with your voice, but it's about living a message with your life. 1 John 3, verse 18 says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions with actions and in truth. Love with action and in truth. Love is nice if it comes out of your mouth, but when it comes out of your life, it is power. Every time you turn up, every time you pray, every time you, you pray for Pastor Keith and Janet, or you pray for your connect group, or you pray for our church, you should, you should pray. It's a good thing to do, right? We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. It's a good thing. Pray. Pray more. Talk to God more. Ask Him more. Right? Every time you pray, every time you sacrifice, every time you turn up, you turn up tired or worn out or you turn up ready and expectant. Right? Every single time you are contributing to this culture. You are contributing. You are a contributor. You are not just a consumer. Right? And that's the difference. 
The difference is when you step in and give and you step in and serve, you are no longer just a, a, a lounge-dwelling consumer, but you are a contributor to the house of God, the kingdom of God, right? It's so good. And so we're just following Jesus' example. We're just following His example, right? How to live as a living sacrifice, laying down our lives for others just helping people find Christ one step at a time, one piece of the puzzle at a time, one day at a time, one week at a time, one prayer at a time. We're just helping people, lost people, be restored to God. We're on the same mission that Jesus is on. We just keep moving forward. Just keep turning up. Just keep serving. Just keep praying. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming, right? Just keep moving forwards. Just keep going, right? We are, we are partnering with God, right? I love, let's get back to verse two. We're partnering with God to bring the light into the darkness. We're partnering with God to shatter the yoke that burdens people and to restore joy in people's hearts. And the way that that happens is through Jesus. It's the only way that that really happens is through Jesus. We're gonna pray. We're going to pray. Thanks. Awesome, Megan. Thank you. God, we bless you for everything that we've already received through Jesus and everything that we are still yet to walk in, everything we're still yet to step into and rise up into and apply and work out when it comes to our salvation. And we bless you, Jesus, because you are the gift. You are the one who brought all of this and so much that we haven't understood yet. There's so much more for us. Thanks for joining us for the C3 Victory Podcast. We would love to see you at one of our services. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au or check us out on Facebook or Instagram.